Hi. Hello. Welcome back. We're back. This is the Synchronicity Podcast. If you are just tuning in, this is going to be an epic episode to start. Um, Especially because yesterday, Aaron Rodgers' podcast went live with Aubrey Marcus about his ayahuasca adventure. So I'm really actually excited that we had promised you guys this, like, oh, I don't know, a year ago? No, it was in February. Okay. Well, it feels like a year ago. But now the timing is perfect because, I don't know, alignment, universe, laziness. I don't know. It all just kind of worked out. Well, there's also just... You know, being able to talk about it, because, like, one of my mentors said to me, it's like, yeah, you said Aya, but for, like, the next year, you're still sitting in, sitting with um, Grandma Aya, so, and I kind of believe that in a way, because um, integration is a thing, and um, I still can't fully comprehend what happened, so it taught me a lot. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely correct in everything that he said, and I fully back Everything that he says, you know, because it's important for me to back Aaron Rodgers. He obviously needs that. I realize. Yeah, he totally, he totally needs your support. Doesn't give a fuck. But anyway, <laughs> um, if he ever listens to this, um, he'll huge, probably laugh at us. Huge fan of him stepping out and being one of the first professional athletes. I fuck with that so hard. Um, you know, these people that hide behind Hollywood and like I can't say anything because I want to be popular. Like, is such bullshit. Um, the water weenies in fucking Hollywood and that claim to be sports and, you know, and then they can't stand up for what they believe in because they go with the popular narrative. Um, you aren't a man. I don't have respect for you, but Aaron Rodgers. He's got some Aubrey, cojones. Those are the kind of dudes, like, I hope I marry someday. So um, Joe Rogan. Yeah. They're all, like, shout every, out to all of them. Shout out to, to the, the men the that men actually, like, that are being men. I fuck with the divine masculine is how I'll say that. But anyway. Yeah. Welcome to Zenchronicity. We yes. just went on a huge fucking tangent. We it's were talking fine. about ayahuasca today. people into it. I am Megan. I'm Nicole. Welcome back. Do we have any laundry? Because we're doing 365, laundry. so... So this will I'm be... going to keep saying that because then I'm held to it. <laughs> it's true. It's like a commitment. It's yeah. like, holy shit, Meg was like, hey, this guy... I don't guy... really do commitment Meg either. was like, oh, this guy like did this blah, 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 like podcast challenge. And I was like, okay. And she's like, let's do it. And I was like... Let's do it. And well, so we committed. <laughs> we have we have a lot of Gemini in our charts. So we really don't like consistency. Yeah. And so we're and working. We're building a, a business. Prog- and project. This is just like our Geminis love this. So we're um, committing to ourselves to do 365 yeah. days. But we're also committing to our followers. I'm just, it's, I think it's also a commitment to self because I'm not good at committing to things. No. And then we'll have like a like day where we're like, oh, I don't want to do it, but then we're going to have to do it because we made a commitment. Well, we're not actually podcasting every day. I actually can't commit to that, but I can commit to 365 seven, episodes like seven, oh, in one day because we have a podcast day. But yeah, it's true. We are not recording every day for the record. Yes. We're not, we're not <laughs> lying about that. That's no, not, we're I'm not, like, gonna, not we're not that, that cool. That. And like, I quite frankly I'm don't have that bandwidth and I don't think Megan does either, but we're here and I'm, a, I'm a projector you might but there's no way i need nap days so i don't know yeah so today's topic getting um, into it we have no laundry list or housekeeping or none of the above we do have our coaching um we have a group coaching program starting september 1st it's a group Perfect. container if you guys are interested in it or if you're just tuning in we own a microdosing company we are 
big, we're a huge plant medicine. We, huge. Huge. We love plant medicine. If you haven't done it, highly recommend it. Yes. Get a coach. Don't get a like. Coach. Don't just do it. Don't or, just buy it off of some yeah. random person yeah, on don't Etsy. Don't do that either. Use intentions. Intentions um, are very, very important. And that'll be a huge part of what we're going to talk about today because Megan went into Mexico in February and sat in an ayahuasca ceremony. And she really, that was kind of the catalyst of us really stepping into our journey of how synchronicity came to be, of all of the things that have kind of evolved. And um, so we're doing a eight-week coaching program starting September 1st, and then we are currently still taking um, one-on-one one-on-one session so if you wanted to do a more in-depth if you've already gotten your feet wet in microdosing or if you're just like one of those people that's like gung-ho like Megan and I when we micro like got microdosing coaches we like just went for the one-on-one we're like we don't want group we're doing the work um we have both options because we have started to see and understand that there are people out there that are kind of it's a little nerve-wracking and kind of scary at first and so when you're in a group setting, you feel community. And so that is a big thing we are really trying to cultivate with synchronicity and like people to feel like they have a community and that they're not in it alone because you're really not in anything alone. But this is really going to be fun because it's our new um, it's our new program. And um, other than that, if you need any more information, it's on our website at synchronicity222.com. You can book a discovery call, reach out to us. Um, everything is on the website. One well, our Instagram is yes. Synchronicity222. Yes, and Synchronicity222. Please follow us. We have Synchronicity Jewelry, too, if you fuck with crystals. Yeah, we got that, too. Those are fun. Fuck with crystals a lot. We love crystals. In fact, crystals. I've got two in my lap right now. Yeah, she does. She has um, Lapis. Yep. And what is that one? Oh, Amethyst. Amethyst, yeah. Looks like Amatrine for a second, but it is Amethyst. Yep. So let's, uh, let's start. We are, today's about Megan's ayahuasca ceremony in february yeah so my um microdosing mentor actually lived in mexico she did and she sat io once a week or not once, once a month once a month that That's would be a lot, a lot. well i mean if you're going to become a shaman that kind of stuff happens like there are shamans that consume nothing but like the plant that they're working with for that is true for long like periods of time. long periods of time so but what um, did you uh what did you do leading up to it like, how did you prep for this? So there's a journey. dieta <laughs> um, or diet that it's really important um, to follow the diet. I actually had, and I'll talk about this later, um, didn't fully listen to the diet. And that was kind of interesting. Um, I did follow it all the way up until the day of. And um, anyway, there's no pork no red meat um it's basically a lot of like you can have fish and stuff like that because a lot of it's like the consciousness of the animals so if you think of like the difference between a pig and a fish like huge amount of consciousness pigs are basically like dogs so you don't want you can't have sex with anybody for two weeks before or two weeks after um because their energy if you know anything about sex like Sex is actually really not that big of a deal, but it's the imprinting that happens when you have sex. That's why I don't believe in casual sex. Um, in my 20s, like I didn't realize how much energy affects you, um, who you're sleeping with is a massive, massive, massive influence on your psyche, on your energy, um, body, and all of that. So yeah, casual sex is not something that I partake in anymore. 
for good reason. Um, but imprinting is a huge thing. And that's what we need to get back to and start to understand is respecting our bodies. But this is also why you can't do that before ayahuasca because that, um, so somebody else's energy lasts about two weeks in your body if you have sex with them. So they don't want anybody else's energy in your body. Um, so no sex, no red meat, no pork, no alcohol, no other drugs. No um, TV. No TV. Yeah, you could do TV. No scrolling. Scrolling. That was hilarious. Oh, wow. Because again, these but things affect your psyche. Things that you become and like, aware. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. And again, when you enter into the other planes on plant medicine, it's like very very serious. So the diet, I won't like tell you everything that I had to do, but it was like, it was actually amazing how many things I couldn't eat when I'd be out with girlfriends and stuff. It was like, oh, I can have like one thing on the menu. That's again, back to all of that. That's how jacked everything is. Um, no processed foods. No. So it was like very, very fresh diet. Pretty essentially. much eating fish and vegetables. No yeah. spices. That was another no huge spices. thing when I would cook. Yeah. It'd be very specific. Yep. And it was pretty much like salt and pepper. There was no nothing spicy right there was definitely limitation you could have chicken but not a lot of it again right. it's just like consciousness um I mean I think a lot of it just depends some people do vegetarian diets but I did a little bit of fish but I did a lot of vegetarian yeah. and no wine no alcohol no caffeine no caffeine no dairy no dairy yeah mm-hmm. so well I mean I, there's a whole didn't list you have yeah you had sheep cheese or was there you none? can have sheep yeah. cheese it's not dairy no yeah yeah no processed cow cheese so followed that that was a good if you want more information i can give you an entire list but that would have taken a long time to tell you all the things that i couldn't do well that was like an overview i didn't really (laughs) need to know all the details spark notes (laughs) um anyway so yeah uh that was interesting so for two weeks i did that and then i got down to mexico and what how how give them an overview of how many days you gave yourself? Like, did you fly in early? Did you go the day of? Like, no, how I did flew you in the day before. It? Like, it's not, you're up all night anyway. So Would you have not... done it different? No. No, go on, go on the day before. Yeah, no. Um, I think that was great. I spent the day just kind of chilling. The day of, I woke up early. I was, I was actually nervous. Um, you know, for me, <laughs> I think of ayahuasca and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a death. Like I am going to face my own death. And so I was like very mentally just like ready to die. And like I can face this and I can do this. And it's so funny because I'm an Aries. So it's like, yes, I'm going to battle. Like, and (laughs) you know, battle with myself. I'm going to face my shadow. I'm going to like overcome. And it was really funny because um, everything is around intention. If you have not heard us talk about plant medicine, intention, 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 but that's intentional in life. Do everything with intention. And if you do not have intention around something, you should not be doing it. So I like like journaled. Yeah. Your why, um, you know, and I had been wanting to do ayahuasca for years and I finally felt ready. I'm really glad that I microdosed before because I had a trust with like the plant medicine. I'm really glad like if you haven't heard our rape ceremony, go listen to that. I'm now administer rape. Um, it's very near and dear to my heart. It was my first call to plant medicine. Um, and it was, if you do a medicine and you get your fucking shit rocked and somebody else does it and they look like an angel, it's actually really funny because that's an initiation. So you, the plant's actually choosing you. Um, if you do not have your shit rocked, then you cannot hold space for somebody that does. So actually the more that a plant affects you, And the more of an adverse reaction, or at least it seems like an adverse reaction that you have to something, is actually what we call an initiation. And it's the plant choosing you. And I have never seen anybody react to rape worse than I did. Um, 
Not that it's a dick measuring contest, but it was actually hysterical uh, now that I look back on it. Not at the time. I thought I was dying, um, but now I administer it. It was probably one of the single best things I ever did in my life. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back to episode five. We talk about rape. Um, and rape is actually a part of ayahuasca ceremonies. So anyway, I was very nervous. I journaled. I did my intention. I will let you all know. My intention was know thyself. Um, if you go back in history, even the um, oracle at Delphi was know thyself. Um, it was written on the wall there. It has been throughout Greek mythology and everything. If you understand yourself, then you understand everything because the cosmos lives within us. So um, I actually did not know that when I went into my Aya ceremony. I have learned that hints and um, or since. I think hints means since, but anyway. Um, so that was pretty profound. And um, I think the scariest thing we do is to face ourselves. And again, <laughs> I thought that facing myself was going to be this big, like, because a lot of people experience their own death or they experience a um, being in their mom's womb. So like an origin story and everything. And mine was kind of similar to that. I won't share too much because um, I think your journey is your own. So I'll share some details, but um, I did have something similar to that. No, I wasn't floating in my mom's womb, but anyway, I'll get there later. So day of was like journaling, I was super nervous. You're not supposed to eat day of. Don't eat. <laughs> if I can recommend... One thing, don't eat or listen to your body because um, my mentor actually was like, I need to eat. Like her body needs to be comforted and needs to like be grounded. Now, if you know me as a human, I'm very grounded. Most of my planets are in earth signs. Um, I'm a very, very grounded human. So I don't think I need to be closer to Mother Earth. So actually, I need to be lighter. I need to be free of food. Um so, you know, we decided to go get Indian food before because she swore up and down that it was, you know, again, and nothing to her. This was her own body and I should have listened to mine. So this was her truth. And so often I'm a people pleaser and I'm like, oh, well, if it's good for somebody else, I'm going to try it. And it's something I've been working on. So um, next time I'd be like, I'm good. I'm just going to drink water. Uh, but <laughs> I went to dinner with her and ate. Big mistake. Um, so we ate dinner. And we get to the, we you know, we go to the gas station and this Russian dude picks us up in his rental car and I'm like, we're driving there and I'm a fucking projector and I'm sitting in the car, like basically sitting on somebody's lap because we're sh like shoved in like marshmallows into this little, like little tiny, tiny car. And I'm like, who the fuck is nervous? Who the fuck is nervous? Because <laughs> I feel other people's feelings. Um, and I was like, somebody is freaking the fuck out. Cause at that point I felt pretty good. I was like, I'd eaten. I was like, okay, I'm ready to face whatever this brings me. And the most important part and the shaman said this, so I forget to say it later. I want to say it now. Never have expectations, only intentions. And this became a theme in my life henceforth, um, that I do not have, or I try my best not to have expectations and just be intentional with everything in my life because an expectation has a negative vibration. An intention is a very high vibration. So expectation carries a negative thing like, if this doesn't work, then like, fuck off. But intention is like, it's so much more open and it's so much more fluid. It's very feminine energy. So I didn't really have expectations. I had a lot of intention, but my expectations were like the worst thing ever. Like, I'm going to die. So anyway... Um, if you know me, again, Aries, I'm like, let's fight, let's go. Like, Kali is like my 
goddess if I had one. Um, so anyway, we're driving. I'm like, God, who the fuck is nervous? I don't want your energy. And I had made obsidian bracelets and like tourmaline and like all this shit because I didn't want people in my energy field when I was going into an ayahuasca ceremony. I was like, God damn it, the obsidian's not working. And, and I was like freaking out. I was like, this is what it's going to be like. I'm going to have somebody else's experience. And I was like in my head. And then I was just like, you know what? If that's how it's going to be, then that's how it's going to be. Um, I learned a lot about shamans, too, because the shamans actually, like, make sure that that doesn't happen. But in the car, I was like... There was no shaman. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Anyway, get there. Oh, my God, was it beautiful. It was out in the jungle in Playa. Um, And eventually, we're going to be doing ayahuasca retreats. They're not available now with us, but stay tuned, because eventually that is going to be part of what we do, because this shit is... It's my life. This is my God. Like I talked about purpose, but like this is my purpose. Um, plant medicine. Like I am so connected into Gaia. It's like nuts. But anyway, get there. Oh my God, beautiful. We're in this forest. We're in this platform with like an overhang. It was glorious. Um, you know, we get there. We start talking to people, and um, you know, there was a guy there. I forget where he was from, but he had been going through a breakup. And, you know, just like visiting with everybody, getting to know them. There was Russian people there, people that didn't speak a lot of English, all sorts of stuff. And it was like, okay, like, when is this going to start? We set up an altar. Um, Everybody would bring something to, like, offer. Um, So we set up this beautiful altar with, like, flowers and roses and things. Because, again, you know, if you think back in time, like, all the sacrifices and everything they did, we didn't do any sacrifices, but, like, you're you're, like offering something to Gaia so it was like flowers and also it was beautiful um so we helped like one of the um, guardians set that up and so there's a shaman in the guardians because the guardians help shaman um so yeah we like you know I had my bedroll and all this stuff I was like I'm so ready it's not fucking ready but anyway um so the shaman makes us all circle up and we'd probably been there for like an hour at that point and it started at seven and um it was really interesting because he actually invited in other plant medicine and I learned this at my Aya ceremony you when you talk about something or someone you actually invite in their consciousness so he went around and asked people what plant medicine they'd done And that was really fascinating because I was like, wow, he's inviting in the other plant medicines consciousness. And this comes up later. And um, and I was like, oh, you know, I've done rape. I've done psilocybin mushrooms, um, you know, and everybody went around. So we invited that in. And then he started talking about Aya and how there's seven different vines and that Aya is actually like George of the Jungle, what he fucking swings on. And I was like, this is amazing. But all the the shamans know the different designs. And that was like a boom moment for me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, And if you know us, we we work with 12 different types of mushrooms um, and have found since like what the different mushrooms do. It's very similar to ayahuasca. No two plants are the same. No two mushrooms are the same. Um... You know, so we need to start realizing that. And this was like an aha moment. Like, not everything's the same. Well, the um, vine we got that night was called Heaven. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like what a beautiful (laughs) way to be initiated into ayahuasca is to get the Heaven vine. Now, I don't know what all seven of them are, he said, and I should have written it down. 
but we the only thing is important is for this um this dose it was heaven and he showed us the vine and da 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 so you know we said a ceremony we went around and talked about what our intentions were and you know unified the group <laughs> and he actually even said like um you know your ayahuasca ceremony began when you set foot in this and talking to each other and getting to know each other were part of this and again it's had such a profound effect on like how I live my life and how conscious I am in my life and I can be even more conscious but it was like wow everything begins long before you think it does um and even like our company if we look back it started 10 years ago it's just like culminated and come to like full fruition when the mushrooms came into our lives um but this has been culminating for 10 years and it's just crazy it's like we've lived our lives for 10 years and collected all this information so that we can be the people that we are today and be able to do what we're doing so um we go back to our bed mats or you know whatever and you know he goes okay we're gonna do a rape ceremony and I was like fuck because it's still it does not rock my world as bad as it did the first time but it's still just like it gets me every time. So I was like, all right, we're doing this. And because Riley or sorry, my, well, her name's Riley. But um, the girl I was with, she's my mentor, Riley. We had both done it before. Uh, like hero's dose. I swear he was blowing fucking rape up my nose for a good 30 seconds. It was probably two. But I was like, fuck, it's never ending. Um, and and. For me, when I do rape ceremonies, like, I wait in between. Oh, no. Like, boom, boom. Like, up both nostrils. And if anybody hasn't listened to our podcast, it's the left is death, the right is rebirth. It um, discharges any negative energy out of your auric field, out of your chakras, so that you don't, you should have a better trip or it's completely clear. You can be a clear channel. So I was like, I'm like trying to walk back to my bedroll because we stood up in front of him and did it because he had his little altar at the front of the wood platform. I go sit down and I'm like, I'm like, my head, everything's spinning. I'm like, oh shit, I shouldn't have eaten. And that's the number one thing I tell people before a rape ceremony, especially if you're a projector, don't fucking eat. I know better. I know better. <laughs> I fucking administer this shit and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna throw. So I was, th- I first want to throw up. I won the award. I started puking out to the rape and I was like, this is not going to be good. So I threw up everything that was in my stomach. And then it was like, time to drink ayahuasca. And I was like, I'm not done throwing up, but like, it's time to drink the first cup. And so I go up and um, take the drink and sit down. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm like, don't throw up. Don't throw up. And I was like, nope, I'm going to throw up. So I puked. So of course, the first one didn't even take hold because it was in my stomach for not even five minutes. And I lay down and I just felt sick. And the rape was like, whoa. So then they usually do pour, two pours. So I took the second one and I look over at my um, my mentor. And she's just like angelic, like just asleep. And she looks like a freaking angel. And I'm like, God damn it. Why don't I look like that? Like I'm like rolling around, tossing around. Like, why isn't it working? Oh, yeah, because I threw it up. Anyway, so <laughs> I... Go and take my second drink. And I like laid there and I kind of felt things, but there was like weird noises and things. I'm like, what is that whistling sound that comes up later? 
Um, and like this girl next to me is like having a fucking exorcism. This other guy next to me is like, nothing's happening. He just looks pissed off. His whole energy is just completely pissed off. Oh, also may I add, they put a smoke screen around the entire wood platform to ward off anything that has negative energy. This is what the shaman does. He controls the energy. The guardians actually like, um, Palo Santos you before you, um, so they cleanse you with smoke before the rape ceremony before it begins so everybody's been cleansed and so it also puts around a protective energy around you because aya or if you've ever done plant medicine it proves that there's a mass consciousness and then you have your own so anyway this girl's having an exorcism this guy's like throwing up and screaming there's girls giggling there's like all of this stuff oh it's also interesting because if you were on your period he had to like he came around and like put this weird thing underneath your belly button to protect you. I still don't know what that means, but I found that interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, okay, this is not working. So I was like, what do I do? Well, being not like this is actually something I usually wouldn't do, but I got up and I was like, hey, I don't feel anything. <laughs> I just like went up to the shaman. I was like, I don't feel anything. Can I have another cup? And he kind of looked at me and then he was like, he like bowed his head and kind of nodded. And so then he poured me another cup. And then he like swooshed his hands over my forehead and went like the shamans make this weird like like it's not that, but I can't repeat it. It's like or mimic it. It's so cool. This like crazy noise. And then like touched my forehead and was like, go sleep. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, what's gonna happen? That was crazy. He didn't do that to anybody else. I was like, or at least not that I saw. So, um, so I go lay down <laughs> and then I was like, and I actually found out after my Aya ceremony, if you know anything about Bigfoot or Yetis, actually supposedly they live in between dimensions. So the first thing that I fucking see is like your eyes are closed. You don't see anything when your eyes are open. It's always when your eyes are closed. I was like, oh my God, there's a Yeti. And I was like, I didn't know whether he was mean. Or if he was nice. But I just like curled up in a ball and put my hands over my face. And I was like, I only let in love and light. And then he smiled. And then boom, I like crossed the threshold into Aya world. So it was like a test from other guy I like to cross. Because some people didn't cross the threshold. These plants have consciousness. They know. So, you know, some people go down and do ayahuasca. If you're not ready to cross the threshold and see whatever she message she has, you won't cross it. And that was my test is seeing this scary-ass Yeti that then ended up being really nice because he smiled at me. Um, and then I just saw colors and, like, all sorts of shit, like a colorful owl and all of this stuff. Um, and it was extraordinary. I mean, I, uh, I mean, I can tell you some things. The thing is, is... I got a ton of mushroom codes. At one point, like, I looked down at my hands, and all of my fingers were mushrooms. I had mushrooms all over the place. And then there was codes coming down through my hands from the ceiling. Um, and I could feel them going into my body. And it was like my whole body was just being, like, racked with energy. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening? And it's so crazy because your eyes will like roll back in your head and it's almost like your whole body starts shaking because you can feel the energetic field like entering yours and then you'll like pass out and things will go black. And, um, you know, mine was completely centered around love and, you know, like 
the mushrooms are have love codes and they're teaching people how to love themselves and it's interesting that like you know that was one of Aaron Rodgers main thing that he took away is like this self-love and you know is talking about the spiritual battle that went on I'll just kind of give you a rough overview I won't go too personal um because there was a lot of personal shit that I dealt with too and you know a lot of crying a lot of energy um but like such a theme of love and the the frequency of a human and the frequency that we're trying to birth is from hope to love because hope actually has a negative frequency but love doesn't you know and the kids coming in that have these frequencies and we're essentially here to hold the line um so that this new earth or frequency or whatever you want to call it can actually be birthed um and the shit that I saw was crazy and but made so much sense that's what's so interesting is like when you cross into a trip of any kind with plant medicine it's like it things just make sense over there and it's like I'll come here and I'm like I don't know what the fuck is going on with most people or this world but like in Iowa world or in the quantum is essentially what it is in the field everything makes sense and um you know there was actually this voice talking to me that sounded like a grandma she's bossy as shit by the way um because I actually had a closed heart chakra and um, it was my biggest block in my body, which if you remember back to the rape ceremony, I talked about that being my biggest block. And um, I was at one point throwing a black tar. I have never been so happy to throw a black tar in my life. And it was a lot of how I saw the people that I loved, especially my parents, and having to actually feel their pain and what they went through. And my relationship has completely changed with my parents since then. Um, because we don't know. We think we know, but we really don't. And having to throw up like black tar out of my heart chakra and having Mother Aya like demand me to do it because she was like lifting me off the platform and slamming me down into the wood. Like, open your heart chakra. And I was fighting her. And she won. Um, that's why I started throwing up black tar out of my heart. And it wasn't actually black tar though, just for the record. I went and checked the next morning. It wasn't, but it looked like it. And so remember back to that like whistling sound I heard. So when I was throwing up black tar, my eyes were open because a lot of the ceremony, your eyes are closed. And um, there was this do, 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 and like click, click, click. And I would like look around. I'm like, is Riley fucking with me? Like, what's going on? And it was like, do, 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 click, 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 click. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is happening? I'm like looking around. I'm like, I'm hallucinating. I'm like, you're on ayahuasca. And I was like, no, but like, this is weird. <laughs> Um, and I'll get back to that later, but there are creatures that live in the woods. Uh, they're good creatures, but yeah. Anyway, so I heard that. was like trying to figure out what the hell it was. They were all around me. Couldn't see them, but like would see shadows. It's nuts. So I go I crawl back to my pad and there's like this, there's people throwing up everywhere and I lay back down and it was like probably one of the most, everything was so profound, but, and I do want to actually tell this part of the story because it's not that personal but um everything that I learned was about love love for myself why I've had the heartbreak that I've had um why I'm so connected to certain people um you know your mission here and everything you know, like there's there's no co- coincidence is the easiest way to say that and when you still have an affinity towards somebody or love or something there, there's a reason for that and we shouldn't fight it um And I met my daughter, which was absolutely beautiful. She's this like beautiful light. And a lot of people do this in like meditation and stuff, but she was there with me. 
um, throughout my little escapade. So actually when I met her, there was like super, I just like my body was just like electrified with love. And her father was actually with me as well in spirit. And um, I do know who he is. <laughs> but um, so when they all conjoined, it was like this insane like frequency of love. Like I've never felt anything like it in my life. And what was so interesting is, is that like, you know, I had had my eyes closed and was in this like weird, this field, right? And it was like all of a sudden I opened my eyes and I could feel this girl that was having the exorcism that I talked about earlier and this guy that had been crying and wailing all night. And it was interesting because both of them had been in the car with me and I don't know if that means anything, but um, I was like, oh my God, I need to hug them. I mean, the most overwhelming feeling I've ever had to give someone a hug happened right then. But you're not supposed to touch anybody in a ceremony. Very, very important. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I need to touch them. And then it was like that that voice, right? Grandma showed up and was like, not our actual grandma, Grandma Aya, um, was like, just send them love. And I was like, I can do that. So I sat up, sat cross-legged, closed my eyes. And just pushed as much as I could, like the frequency of love out of me, like into these two individuals that were having such a rough experience. And both of them went silent within like a couple, again, and that time didn't really exist. Um, I don't know how long it was, but I just sat there until they both were silent. And the shaman had been like blowing smoke on them and patting them with feathers and like trying to get them to calm. They had been throwing up and it was awful. And, um, then I just like laid back down and went back into my my whatever experience and then it started talking to me about self-love and that everything goes back to self-love and if to hate any part of yourself and it said any part is to hate God or the divine itself and I was like oh shit because I've I've had so many struggles with like eating disorders how I look you know all this shit everybody has well not everybody has it but the majority of people have these things, right? It's like, don't hate your cellulite dimples. They're divine. Yeah, I'm still working on that one. But um, <laughs> humanness. It's humanness, but it's also like, what a profound thought. Like every piece of you, and it told me this, was divinely put together for your divine purpose. How you look, how you act, your ego, everything. Because ego is actually personality. Um, and if you don't have it, it's, it's detrimental. So... Um, you know, that was just like, whoa, every piece of me has been perfectly put together for what I'm meant to do here. You should never hate you like that. that you are perfectly designed. No matter how you look, how you like what your, per what your ego is, any, you are perfect. And I was like, I just started crying. It was just like such a beautiful message, you know, down to the color of your skin and like why your skin is the way it's colored and every, I mean, every piece of you, every strand of hair, everything. And it was like, whoa, like it's intelligent design. There is no mistakes. Um, so, you know, I uh, kind of wrapped up. It was telling me like, you know, people that I still needed to keep in touch with and stuff like that, that I was like, nope. And since then, they still have been in my life. Um, yep. 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 It was extraordinary. Um, if you have ever been called to Aya, I highly recommend it. Self-love, just like knowledge. Also, just, okay, there's still more to this story, but 
it was the single most extraordinary moment of my life. Um, and no part of it was death. <laughs> it was actually one of the most, it was the most loving experience I've ever had in my life. I now understand the frequency of love and love so much more than I could have even comprehended before. And also so much more love and ad admiration for even fucking being here because we're extraordinary. Every single one of us, there are no exceptions, are extraordinary. And this is why we have a vendetta against like self-hate and mental, um, you know, all the mental problems. They all stem from self-doubt, self-hatred, all of these things. And it's the string that goes through humanity. It causes any kind of disease or anything. And we'll get into that in a different episode. But um, love yourself. Like Aaron Rodgers, he talks about this. I'm going to talk about it too. It's like that was the single thing when I woke up the next morning and I still get emotional about it is like to actually be able to open your heart and feel for probably for me since the first time I've been a kid. And it's not even just love for like everybody around you. It's like, no, like I'm here for a reason. Like I have a purpose for being here and there's so much humanness and there's so much bullshit. But at the end of the day, like we all have so much value and we have so much to do here and it lit a fire in my soul um, because everybody deserves to feel that. And I think that that's what's really absent in our society is like loving yourself so you can love somebody else. And we just run from love. Uh, and I loved from running myself. I, I ran from loving myself for a long time. And it's something I'm still working on. I'm not perfect at it by any means. Um, but this is the key. You know, the love frequency that we're trying to birth on the earth right now is the key to everything. And mushrooms have love codes. Our mushrooms have been blessed with love codes according to ayahuasca. I don't know exactly what that means. But um, I feel so privileged that any mushroom that I am coming into contact with or anything then carries that frequency that um, I guess I was gifted or maybe everybody gets it. I don't really know. But um, it was amazing. And then the next day when we actually like circled up again to talk about our experiences, um, you know, there was like a guy, the guy that was actually getting over his his breakup had had a whole experience and I won't share other people's just because I don't think that that's fair. Um, only the ones that relate to me, but, um, or parts, because I don't know everybody's entire experience, but it was just like, everybody was in tears and there was so much joy and love in that circle. And it was interesting because the only things I'll talk about is, um, the girl, right? The two people that I wanted to send love to get this. Both of them were having to let go of their soulmates. Um, you know, and as I said earlier, mine was there with me. Um, and, you know, whether I have to let him go at a different date or whatever, um, that night he was there with me, but they actually had to sever their ties to the people that they had loved. And... You know, because I had so much of a love frequency around me, I was sending it to them to soothe them because they were having to sever things. But I thought that that was extraordinary in itself because the only two people that said anything about having to sever ties to a soulmate, um, twin flame, whatever you want to call it, someone that was very profound in their lives, 
I woke up needing to send them love. Very, very interesting. Again, mass consciousness. Everybody had something to do with love, but, you know, a lot of it was self-love, stuff like that. But the ones that really had to sever painfully from somebody, you know, they saw as a soulmate, um, and they were the ones having the hardest time because, you know, love is, to let go of someone you love is just, it's painful, I know. Um, so, you know, and again, I had this profound feeling during Aya to hug them, and I actually ended up hugging the guy after the Aya ceremony. We, like, sat and ate breakfast, and we were all talking, and I was in the fucking ethers still. <laughs> Coming back down from Aya is a thing. Um, talked to the shamans, talked to the guardians, extraordinary people. And... Um, Anyway, so we leave, and Riley and I decide not to sleep. We go eat pancakes and all sorts of stuff because having like trying to ground after that is an experience. And we're like walking around, and what was so extraordinary is you're still between planes, between planes, and it's like for us, (laughs) part of my ayahuasca ceremony had been um, this multicolored owl. And we have a guardian that's an owl. Um, if you've listened to our podcast about Sue, who passed in January, she was like our grandma, and she always shows up as an owl. And there was an owl with me during my ayahuasca ceremony, and, um, you know, it told me where to find this owl and, you know, what it was going to look like. And so I had to go find it. The next day it was like this mission to find it, and it was like it's in a jewelry store. It had told me all of these things. And I fucking kid you not, I found that goddamn owl. It's actually sitting in this room next to Nicole and I, and, you know, she's one of our guardians. We actually even saw an owl two days before our grandma passed. It, like, flew right across our car, and we had seen an owl the day before Sue passed, and so it's like a guardian for us, and owls often are an omen of death, but they're also a lot of wisdom and things, so I'm actually very grateful, but that owl was with me during my entire um, ceremony, and... So we get back, you know, I find the owl. We're like wandering around. Like shit is just happening left and right where I'm like, okay, so all of that was real. Like shit was, I hit my knees a few times of just like, because you feel crazy. And then when you're between planes, you realize you can manifest things instantaneously. And this next story will tell you exactly how fast you can manifest something. Um, So we were having a goddess gathering and um as we call them when all the ladies get together divine beings and so excuse me but riley and i were like we need to we need to go to the beach riley's like we're going to the beach we need to go walk on the beach i was like sure you know (laughs) fucking like la 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 you just feel la 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 and we haven't slept so there's that too Uh, um So we get to the beach and we're like walking and I'm thinking of this girl. I'm like, fuck, I should have hugged her. I can't believe I didn't touch her. Like I was having so much anxiety about the girl that I should have hugged and wouldn't. And she's Russian. Um, So I also, she didn't speak English. So there was that too. So I could just be like, hey, I need to hug you. Like this is fucking weird. But again, humans, like we don't just give love. We, we, We feel awkward and weird about it, which is just dumb. So... I fuck you not. I look over and I, (laughs) there she is. She is sitting on the fucking beach and I'm like, Riley, 
oh my god it's the Russian girl (laughs) and she looks at me and it was just like this beautiful divine moment if you do not believe that there is a higher power or God or whatever to your understanding you are sadly mistaken because you can't even make this shit up I walked over to her and gave her the biggest hug and it was funny because she gets out her cell phone is like oh my god I was feeling so sad and like now I feel so much better and and I was like oh my god I I like started tearing up and my heart was just like so full and you could see it on her face like you know, and she was like, you know, I just, I feel so much loss. I feel so much this. And now I feel whole. And, you know, she was talking about all sorts of stuff. And, um, you know, now she actually has a really serious boyfriend. She posts about him on Instagram because I still follow her. And um, there will be an affinity there. They'll, they'll probably never see her again. But, you know, she let go of that guy. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I was supposed to give her. That is actually... Something that I don't understand, but I do understand that it had something to do with love. Um, and I will never forget that moment. It was so much a God moment for me that, like, why the hell were Riley and I both, like, we need to go to the... I mean, like, we had 20 minutes before everyone was showing up. We weren't even dressed. I hadn't even showered. I, like, I had dirt everywhere. Is Yeah, like, throw up probably still. I think I brushed my teeth, but it was, you know, again haggard and yeah haggard that's but love thyself and yeah no it was just like you know you just showers make life better um you know and when we left it was like I just felt complete and then I had a beautiful evening with so many absolutely fantastic humans and it was the first time in my life I had ever been at a gathering where we weren't talking about anybody else it was like what's your divine purpose and or divine mission or something like that and how can I help you like imagine if that was the frequency in which we entered all rooms like who are you what are you meant to do here and how can I help you achieve that and I mean after doing ayahuasca I was in the freaking ethers anyway but there were so many extraordinary humans in this room where I was just like wow We are so much more than we will ever know or understand as humans. And our comprehension of how complex everything is, is like, uh, we're stupid. We're really, really smart, but we're really dumb when it comes to like the divine. Um, But we need to realize we are of the divine and we are tripping toddlers essentially. But... We are of that energy and of that frequency, especially when we step into it. And again, we're going to be doing ceremonies, um, you know, and then I, like I said earlier, the, the integration was fucking intense. It still is of like, why, what, how, was it real? Was it not? Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you about the luchis. Those fucking things that were whistling and tapping. I asked the shaman the next morning, those fucking things, go Google it. Luchis, they're real, just like the Yeti. Excuse me, I don't know why I keep burping. It's not cute, but anyway, we're also because I'm not breathing. We're gonna put it in the show notes. Luchis are fucking crazy, and they exist where the Mayans lived, and we were on Mayan land, 
those little fuckers, but they're light beings and they were protecting me when I was throwing up. And you have to be like of white light or whatever to even attract them, but they were protecting me. And, um, you know, the shaman said, oh yeah, you know, da, 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 da. And, um, you know, my mentor Riley, who had been through several ayahuasca ceremonies before, I'd never heard them. And it's like, they're so distinct, this like whistling fucking weird shit, but they're crazy little creatures but go read about them in mexican culture i have not seen them but i saw their shadows and i heard them and i fully believe in fairy tale creatures now uh (laughs) so that was also another like divine thing but single most extraordinary thing of my life even like doing macrodoses on mushrooms and stuff like that can't hold a candle to i uh i have so much love and respect for these medicines and what they can do for mankind um that you know and Nicole hasn't done Aya yet but probably next month we're thinking about going down again and doing it but it will change your life it will. it will fucking change your life and if you are searching and you're called again and you'll know when you're called some people aren't um you should only go if you're called because there's also it's hard integration is it, it, it's as much as I recommend it it's also fucking hard um, to know some things that I know now that I didn't share um, and know and like have to sit in that and still be in like the 3D and the density. And then when you're in the field, like everything's one. So you don't have to have that lack or loss or like not be with the things, people, places, whatever, my child, all of those things. Like I'm separated from her here and I wasn't in that field and you know, to feel so complete and so like at peace and everything makes sense. And then to come back down here and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Everybody's crazy. What the hell? The fuck this matrix is. Matrix is. Um. So I highly recommend having somebody to talk to about going or to go in a group where like people are in the same ceremony as you because she's fucking whack. It is so wild what you experience, but... And this is a bold statement. This is plant medicine is what will bring us back to spirit. It's what will cure mental health, all disease. Mark my words. When we start messing with this stuff, big pharma's going. Everything's going. This is why they've hit it from us. And we're going to do a different podcast on this. So I won't get too much into it. But it's it's it. Well, and don't you think that working with psilocybin prior to going was a huge part of being able to connect in and surrender? Because you had done well, a lot I, of yeah. shadow work already and you well, had really dug in. Although you hadn't you been on the level of Aya, yeah. you had been able to actually Well, I think I said that at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, I highly recommend doing like some kind of plant medicine before just because you have a trust and a relationship with it because right. I was pretty nervous to microdose for the first time and micro and um, just microdosing though I think there's a huge this like massive thing that's happening in our society right now especially with like we're going to touch on this in a different podcast but talking about like you know Colorado is about to legalize California is pushing for legalization they're doing all this I stuff think it and, should like, be decriminalized we're also going to talk about this right but. but there's this this like movement of people that are just microdosing they're just doing it. And we've had, we've run into this a lot where we're really bad intention. And like, had you not sat with Riley 
your mentor and worked really work through stuff prior to going you probably wouldn't have had such a divine experience because you I were wouldn't have already, crossed the threshold right and you had mentioned earlier about the threshold and like people you know it is a thing you like if you read if about you're not it, ready you're not ready right and if you read you read about the threshold you, people talk about the threshold and it is it is really something and it's not just us being like hey we really believe in microdosing and we have programs that help you go through it but we really just do you believe like you shouldn't just be out there just like taking it without intention and like I, right. I want to circle back around on that because it is when you're working in the neuroplasticity in the brain which what psilocybin does on a small level Aya does on a massive level you are every time you are working with the plant and your intention your intention and the plant work together and like right. you have to have them you have to work well, you have to be intentional about shifting and neuroplasticity. Yeah, and, and we're actually going to have an article, article coming out about neuroplasticity. And ayahuasca is the single biggest neuroplasticity shift known because it's the highest amount of DMT release. Right. Um, because if you guys don't know, actually the acid ducts in your stomach are what prevent a mass amount of DHT being really – or DMT, DHT. DHT. DHT is nutritional stuff. That's actually recognized as estrogen in the body. DMT. Correction. Um, it's actually, this is how connected the body is. It's the acid ducts in your stomach that actually keep DMT regulated in the brain so that you're not like just tripping on a regular basis. So what ayahuasca does, and that's why you drink it, it actually shuts off the acid ducts in your stomach so that DMT is allowed to be released. So it's basically like a sedative in your stomach where you're not supposed to eat. Don't eat. (laughs) Well, but yeah, but like you can't cross a threshold. Yeah, no, you'll just if feel you, sick all night. Right, and it'll like, be a horrible I, experience. The guy next to me just for, fucking felt right, sick all night he, and was so fucking pissed off the next day. It was right. hysterical. Well, and he probably never worked through any of his stuff. No, if, if you're not ready, you're not ready. I'm telling you, these guns plants are fucking conscious as shit. You, and if you do these things without intention, you can actually cause just as much damage, damage as you can good. And I'm not here to tell anybody, like, how they should live their lives, how they should take plant medicine or anything like that you know you do you 100 percent. but i will say you're gonna have a lot better of an experience if you're intentional with plant medicine and if you're intentional in your life i've learned this firsthand and um you know as below so above and that's a law of the universe and like we need to shift expectation into intention and it's a it's a problem society like i mean i i meet so many couples that are like oh my i'm like really because unconditional love is loving somebody unconditionally right it's not like if you act like this then i'll love you right and i've been faced with this a lot lately this uranus north node mars transit hit my venus so i've really had to face this and i'm still struggling with it and it's like if you have good boundaries and you have self-worth and self-love you should be able to be friends with anybody Um, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I've had all of these really fucking crazy experiences in the last couple weeks. And I'm like, what is this trying to teach me? And it's boundaries. It's like, how do I, and I also want to get into this, making a boundary from a wound will never serve you. That is asking for somebody to rip open that wound over and over again, because you cannot stand strong when a boundary is made from a wound. And I this is my probably what the most profound thing that has happened in the last couple of weeks that it came to me is is like I have been making boundaries from a wounded place. 
I have been making boundaries from my wounds, not from self-love. If you do not have self-love, you cannot make a sacred and solid boundary. But that's because what that's I a relationship you. with yourself, right? right. And I, again, and you I sit in ceremony you. for a year afterwards, so I'm still like downloading a lot. Um, same with like the mushroom codes and everything that I got. I'm still like I just pop in my brain and be like, "Whoa, wow, that's like a thing." Um, kind of amazing, but gifts from the universe. But um, you know, it's like, how do I make a boundary from self love? It's me having to build more and more of that self love, more and more of like that groundedness in myself of knowing who I am, what I am, what I want where I want to go and it's like sometimes relationships don't survive that and because they don't like the boundary right and when it is solid and founded in love for self because when you love self you're actually like okay this is how I safely love you and this is what I need to be loved by you most people can't respond to that they're like they like wounded boundaries that are loosey-goosey and like oh well you can tell me not to treat you like that but you know, in two weeks when you're not grounded anymore in this, I'll fucking go back to treating you like this. And we see so many abusive tendencies coming out of people trying to learn boundaries, but it's from a wound. And um, we've got to reprogram what that means. Um, you know, again, this has been very new for me, but I've had fucking an Olympic marathon of like trying to learn how to do this, like really in like three weeks. It's been such a short amount of time. Um you know, people don't like it. It's like, I've said boundaries and they're like, they don't even know how to respond to it because people don't honestly know how to apologize either. They don't know how, like, they don't want to see what they're doing wrong. They're just like, I'm sorry. And it's like, nobody fucking wants your sorrow. I want to know, like, if you actually care about me, I'm sitting here saying, like, this is not safe for me. I'm not okay with this. And you're being like, I'm sorry you feel that way. That is not an apology. It's like you really need to think about where somebody's coming from and why they're coming from where they're coming from. And if not, ask for clarity. Like, I'm not clear on, like, why you feel this way, how you feel this way. What am I doing that's causing you to respond to this? So much of this is communication, but most people don't have much enough self-awareness. They just want to slap a Band-Aid on it, which is a sorry. Nobody likes sorrow. And then, you know, be on their way. And it's like, no. If somebody's setting a boundary, it's like, understand why... And then if you really love that person and you want them in your life, you guys work out like, how do I make this a safe space for you, but still love myself and make a safe space for me? And can we work in the same field? Are we a vibrational match? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you understanding where I'm coming from? And people just aren't capable of doing that because they're fucking in their ego. And, you know, they don't love themselves, so they can't love somebody else. And we're going to have differences. We're going to have shit that comes up, but like... We've got to stop thinking that friendship is using one another. It's like, what can you do for me? And it's like, no, because most of my friendships is like me give, 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 give. And then I turn around and it's like five swords in your back. Well, not even five swords. It's just like this relationship is about what I offer them. It's not about like what they bring to my life. Right. And they don't care. Right. And that's been a theme for three weeks of just like, oh my God, I'm being slammed in the face with this. And it's not a poor me. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like, I feel honored that I have a lot to give people. But like, I don't want somebody that's just in my life because of what I have to offer them. Yeah, but that's a lot of your integration. It's a huge part of it. And you're, you know, you're still seeing bits and pieces. And that's like, one reason why we're talking about it is because people, you know, this is not, this is like not something you just lightly take. And I think that, 
one of our biggest things here is with you know with our and the reason why we started this company and housing chronicity came to be is like we don't want people to just think that this is something that you can just go do and you can you can go do it well with shamans and stuff because there's a there's a lot of people people, making their own aya and like having ceremonies and all over the u.s and they're i'd be very and they're like very careful very who you sit ceremony with about it like you said it's a boundary like it's important where you're getting your medicine your intention behind your medicine and having boundaries with yourself when you're with plant medicine well where you're sourcing it is fucking massive right don't just go take mushrooms from a drug dealer because how those mushrooms were loved how they were cultivated how they were raised is huge in the frequency of the mushroom um so you know there's a lot of people just like oh i made good trend and i was like okay but like were those mushrooms loved were they but it's no different than ayahuasca if you don't have a traditional and i really recommend um south american shamans and that's what my coach recommended my mentors have all recommended south american shamans these like you know, there's a lady there's named a Rebecca of- that, like, makes her own ayahuasca and fucking runs around here in America, like, doing ayahuasca ceremonies. That's a great way to really fuck up your psyche. Yeah. Um, you don't want people that don't know what this plant is because if there's a really good podcast called Plant Medicine, um, and, you know, he's he's sat ceremony, God knows how many times in South America, the scorpion, the puking purple Purple scorpions. scorpions. Um, but you know, the shaman controls what goes on in the ceremony. And if you have somebody that doesn't understand the depth or the responsibility of a plant, like you're going to be up shit's Creek real quick. Um, and I've seen people have attachments and stuff from going to bad ayahuasca ceremonies where the shaman wasn't good. Um, you know, so it's extraordinarily important, you know, like anything we talk about. It's true. And um, the podcast is called The Plants of the Gods. Oh, there we go. Yes. And it's by Mark Plotkin. He's a PhD. Yes. He is like. And he's the one that puked purple scorpions. Yes. He, we have talked about him before on the podcast. And someday we will, I would love to have him on our podcast because he is like. We've got a list. Oh, my God. The guy and his voice is so great. But he is Harvard and Yale trained scientist. Um, he has studied with plant medicine and shamans um, of the Amazon rainforest for almost a decade. And um, he's a world renowned, you know, he's a world renowned um, plant, pretty much world renowned plant guy. Um, and he's, he's like, like Paul he's Statman. a statman. Yeah, he's like a world renowned scientist. And so, you know, if you really, really want more information, you know, one, Google, but two, like, find really well-educated people. You know, if you want to know more about microdosing, you know, there's books on Fatiman and there's Lear and there's all of these these godfathers, you know, and there's shamans that have been around a really long time and they're generational shamans. Like the shamans Megan sat with, they're like fifth, sixth, seventh generation shamans. They've been working with this plant since they were children and it it is such a difference than just someone that just decided to go cut some ayahuasca you, you, off a of vine in Mexico and try to get it back into the U.S. and like fuck with it like it's just not and it's so disrespectful to Mother Gaia to just like think that you know um and so you know I'm not gonna get on my soapbox about well, it but, but also but like something done in abuse right it's dark it's rape of the earth right bad life choice it is so now that we like went, we kind of we kind of tangented, but 
Um, is there anything else that did no. you miss anything? Megan had a, a, overall, it's been really fascinating and really cool to watch her integrate, but it's definitely been hard. I would say from like my perspective, because one, I wasn't there Two, She hasn't told me all of it, nor do I want to know all of it, but just the lessons that have keep popping up well, that are, I it's mean, really quite amazing. Some journeys are just for you and they're sacred and, and I they don't should mind be that way. like sharing bits and pieces, but like the main part that was really close to my heart, I don't know. I mean, you know parts of that, but um, it's also so outrageous that I'm like, I don't even know if I believe this. But there's also been things that have happened after that were, like, around the same theme that were pretty, like, they were pretty much to the point of me seeing the girl on the beach. Yeah. Um, Well, do you... You know, synchronicities. That's why this company is called Synchronicity. Synchronicities are the language of the world and the universe and telling you you're on the right path and... So since ayahuasca, there's been a few things um, around me where I'm like, what the fuck? But. Well, and when you're kind of in between that realm, like when you are saying like in the ethers, wouldn't you say that like almost manifesting is instantaneous? It's almost yeah, because you're in blocks. Right. It's almost near. But then like coming. Oh, the other thing I didn't say was like when I came back, like coming back down to earth about, was fucking hard. You should talk about that for a couple, couple minutes. And I actually um, had to microdose to bring myself back down because I was supposed to go teach a yoga class. And I was like, yo, I'm in the ether. She was. And it was so funny because when we picked her up from DIA, she was like, la, 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 la. Like literally that was her, that was like her whole vibe. And she's like, I can't ground. And it, you, it took you like two, three days yeah. like to like re-come back to earth. And um, it was, yeah, definitely. It was nuts. Yeah, so okay it was nuts it was definitely yeah so as that's um, it as above so below but this was megan's final promised aya and if you guys have not if you don't know anything about aubrey marcus joe rogan um they're also guys in the industry that they were fighters and they are very big advocates on plant medicine and of course, Aubrey would bring Aaron on, which, you know, apparently they're, like, really good friends. If you listen to that podcast, it was them pretty much talking shit to each other the whole time. But boys will be boys. But, you know, they have their own experience. I know Aubrey goes on and talks about um, him and his wife just sat in ceremony. Joe Rogan sits in ceremony. Um, you know, they everybody has a different perspective of it, too. So don't, you know, do research and explore and see what other people's stories are. Um, but if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram, Zynchronicity222. Um, we also have website, Zynchronicity222.com. And um, follow us. We are on our 365-day challenge. It's going to be we a We also good have time. a mushroom quiz on there. Oh, yeah. We just I talked about the 12 mushrooms up. we work with and all the downloads I got through my mushroom fingers, which I'm really glad I have real fingers again. But um, It's on the website. Go, it yeah, pops go check right that up. out. Yeah. And then... Um, there is a diff, uh, there's a pop-up thing or a, excuse me, a page on our website that talks about all the different ones. It's under quiz results. So if you're, you only got one, but you want a different one to look at them, you can absolutely look at all the different types of mushrooms and everything like that. Till next time. Till next time. We'll see you. All right. Bye. Bye.